here in Alexandria and Natchitoches, Louisiana. We desire to present the gospel of Jesus Christ to a dying world in the final moments of Earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. Beloved, we're still talking about a colossal city in space today. I just wanted to go back over some things that we may have questions about that we sometimes reckon in our own minds. What refreshing, thrilling promises does God make to the people who enter his new kingdom? We're still talking about that colossal city in space, and there is scripture to back it up. What refreshing, uh, thrilling promises does God make? It comes from the book of Revelation 21 and verse 3. The Lord in person will live with them. That comes from Revelation 21 and verse 3. The next promise that he makes unto those who enter his kingdom, they will never become bored. Psalm 16 and verse 11 says, there will be pleasures forevermore. That means it's going to be always something to do, always something new to, in, uh, to encounter, always something new, not just new to encounter that would bring your continents down, but it will be something new to encounter to bring your hope up all the time because it will never be anything to bring you down. What's another promise that God makes to his people who enter his new kingdom? There will be no more death, no pain, tears, sorrow, sickness, hospitals, operations, no more tragedy, disappointment, or trouble, hunger, or thirst. And you can find that in God's word as well in the book of Revelation 21 and verse 4, Isaiah 33 and verse 24, Revelation 22 and verse 3, Isaiah 65 verse 23, and Revelation 7 verse 16. Well, What's another promise that God has given us? He says that we will never get tired in the new city. It's Isaiah 40 and verse 31. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. You won't get tired. You'll be able to run and not get weary. You'll be able to walk and to never faint. Well, what is the another promise that God has given us that would encourage the mo that would encourage the people of God? He says every saved person will be physically whole in every way. You won't need a cane, my brother. You won't need a cane, my sister. You won't have to take any more medication for your high blood pressure. You won't have to take any more medication for your diabetes. You won't have to even worry about chemo for cancer because those things will not be able to dwell in the new place called the city of heaven. You see, the deaf will hear, the blind will see, the dumb will sing, and the lame will be able to run. That's Isaiah 35 verse 5 and 6, and Philippians 3 and verse 21. Well, what is the other promise that God has given unto those who enter his kingdom? Watch this. Jealousy, fear, hatred, falsehood, envy, impurity, cynicism, filth, worry, and all evil will be forever shut out of God's kingdom. That's Revelation 21, verse 8 and verse 27, and also chapter 22 of Revelation and verse 15. People will no longer be burdened with the worries and cares that drive them to this distraction. There will be no more nervous breakdowns, no more jittery, no more Parkinson's disease. Time will become eternity, and the pressures and deadlines of earth will be gone forever. Brothers and sisters, this is going to be a lovely place, and I know 
that you don't want to miss it. And it's going to only way that you can get there is through Jesus Christ and to live right. You can't pay him. You, we don't make enough money. I don't care who's in office and I don't care what your occupation may be. We don't make enough money to pay us to get into heaven. Let me go to another question. Here it is. How will the new earth differ from our earth today? Somebody would probably know that. Will we have the, will it be the same earth? Will it be the seven? Will it be the same earth or a different one? The Bible teaches that's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. You see the vast seas, you know, the seas, Pacific, Atlantic, all those, the seas as we know them today will be gone. Revelation 21 and verse one says that the oceans and seas cover three fourths of the earth's surface today. See, this will not be the case in God's new kingdom. The whole world, the new heaven and new earth, that is, will be one huge garden of unsurpassed beauty interspersed with lakes, rivers, and mountains. Uh-huh. The second thing that's going to make uh, the new earth different from the earth today, the deserts will become gardens. That's Isaiah 35, verse 1 and 2. The another thing that makes the new heaven and new earth different from the earth today, the animals will all be tame. Hallelujah. No more lions and tigers and bears chasing after you and I. None will become prey upon others and a little child shall lead them. That's Isaiah 11, Isaiah 11, verse 6 through 9 and Isaiah 65, verse 25. Well, what will, what will, what else that will be there that makes the new earth different from the earth today? There will be no more curse. Revelation 22, verse 3. Mm -hmm. what, what else will make it different? Well, there will be no more violence of any kind. No more fighting cats and no more fighting bears and no more fighting tigers and pit bulls and all of this type. Isaiah 60 and verse 18 says that this precludes crime and storms and floods and earthquakes and tornadoes and injury and, and etc. None of these things will be in the new heaven and new earth. Well, what's another thing that makes the new earth different from the earth today? Nothing will defile, nothing defiling will be found in the new earth. Revelation 21 and verse 27. You see, there will be no cigarette butts, no tobacco juice, drunkards. Ain't going to be no clubs there, no alcohol, no hotels, no pornography, no lewd pictures, no TikTok. No, uh -uh. it won't be there any other wickedness or impurity of any kind. Now, I'm not saying TikTok is bad. I'm saying what people do with it is corrupt. Amen. Let's make it clear. Well, will there be children in God's kingdom? If so, will they grow up? And I know some of you probably more than likely had that question. The Bible tells us in Zechariah 8 and verse 5 and Malachi 4 and verse 2, it says, the streets of the city will be full of boys and girls playing in its streets as Zechariah 8, 5. And you will go out and grow like stall-fed calves. That's Malachi 4, 2. See, will, the, will there be children in God's kingdom? If so, will they grow up? Yes. There will be many boys and girls in the holy city, Isaiah 11, 6 to 9. And these youngsters will grow up. We have degenerated much in stature and in intellect and vitality since Adam, but all of this will be restored according to Acts chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. Well, when we re when reunited with our loved ones in heaven, this is something that somebody wants to know. When reunited with loved ones in heaven, will the saved know each other? 
That's something everybody would want to know. Will the saved know each other? Well, what does the Bible have to say about that? 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 12. Then I shall know just as I also am known. You see, the Bible clearly teaches that righteous loved ones who have died will be raised to join the righteous living in God's kingdom. Looking for a Bible text for that. Isaiah 26 and verse 19 and Jeremiah 31 verse 15 to 17 and 1 Corinthians 15 verse 51 through to 55. And then 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 13 through 18. And the scriptures also teach that people in God's new kingdom will know each other just as people recognize each other on earth today. To God be the glory, great things he has done. Well, will people in heaven be real with flesh and bones? The Bible plainly tells us that. Look, look, look where it says here. Look where it says here. Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be to you. But they were terrified and frightened and supposed that they had seen a spirit. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet. That is, it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you have seen. But while they still did not believe for joy and marvel, he said unto them, Do you have any food to eat? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb. And he took it and ate it in their presence. And he led them out as far as Bethany. And while he blessed them, that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. That's Luke chapter 24, verse 36 to 39, verse 41 through 43, verse 50 and 51. The Bible teaches that this same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Acts 1 and 11. The Lord Jesus Christ will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body. That's Philippians 3, 20 and 21. You see, will people be in heaven? Will they be real and have flesh and bones? After his resurrection, Jesus proved to his disciples that he was flesh and bones by having them um, feel him and touch him and by eating. This same Jesus of flesh and bones ascended to his father and will come again to the earth. The righteous will be given bodies just like the body of Christ and will be real people with flesh and bones throughout eternity. The difference will be that the heavenly body will not be subject to death, decay, or deterioration. The teaching that the saved in heaven will be ghosts or float on mist clouds and do nothing but play harps and have no foundation in scripture at all. Jesus did not die on the cross to provide any such trivial and foolish future for those who accept his love and nobly follow his way of life. Most people have no interest in such an earthial existence and therefore have little or no desire to enter God's heavenly kingdom, often preferring it only because they fear hell. If only all people everywhere could learn the truth about God's holy city and the new earth and millions would begin to understand his love and would turn to him with all their hearts. You see, a person who misses out on God's kingdom has made the supreme blunder of a lifetime. Well, beloved, this last question that we're going to deal with on today, how will the righteous spend their time in the heavenly kingdom? What, they, what are we going to be doing when we get to heaven? We we playing harps? No, we already talked it. The Bible don't talk about folk playing harps and floating on clouds and ghosts and mess. Mm -mm. The Bible says they shall build houses 
and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit thereof. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. And my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. Isaiah 65 verse 21 and 22. You see, beloved, the righteous will build their own homes in the new earth. You see, they will plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. The Bible is plain, brothers and sisters. The Bible is plain. Real people do real things in heaven and they will be thoroughly and uh, they will thoroughly enjoy all of it. We have a lot to be looking for. We have a lot to express and we have a lot to be thankful for right now because heaven was made for you. Point to yourself. Heaven is made for me. You don't want to say was made because it make it seem like if it's, you're not going. You want to say heaven is made for me. You've been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with yours truly, Dr. Christopher Manuel. You are invited to join me at the Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church every first and second Saturday for divine worship service at 11 a.m. and Wednesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. located at 916 Richmond Drive in Alexandria, Louisiana. And on the third and fourth Saturday for divine worship service at 10 a.m. and Tuesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. at the Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Church located at 45 517 South MacArthur Drive in Alexandria, Louisiana. Beloved, your gifts and love offerings can help keep this ministry on the air. Send your correspondence to 916 Richmond Drive, Alexandria, Louisiana 71302 and join us every Tuesday at 10 a.m. on KAYT KQJO for the Restoring Faith broadcast. Be blessed. There's a place for me, there is a place for me, there is a place for me in the body of Christ, yes there is a place for me, there is a place for me, there is a place for me.